Hey everybody, this is Mike from The Cut. Just want to let you know real quick that if you're hearing this message, you will not be hearing any music tracks during our episode. This is because you're not listening to us on Spotify. Only on Spotify can we play the music track. So if you're listening to us anywhere else, totally fine. Just want to let you know why there's no music. Now, without any further ado, let's get the show started. Welcome to The Cut. We are your hosts, Mike and... The Moosh. You know, it's it's a good day. I'm excited because, you know, we were going to do uh, lyrics this week. Lyrics this week, but we decided to go with female artists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we talked about that at the end of last episode, doing possibly doing a bunch of different options. Uh, we mentioned that we had, like kind of sat down and kind of came up with a bunch of ideas and bounced them off of, you know, off of each other. And yeah, female artist, you said, let's do one for the ladies. Here we are, ladies. Exactly. No, it's, it's, it's good because, you know, it's only our third episode Mm -hmm. and, you know, women are just, I mean, they're underrepresented. Yeah. I mean, really, if you think about it, you think about any genre of music uh, and there are some, there's some great, female artists that are out now and going all the way back. And I mean, way back. Like we'll, we'll get, I I got an art. I went way back. I dug deep. (laughs) Yeah. I've definitely put in some, uh, some research for this episode and try to find, I wanted to find more obscure, maybe artists like a lot. There's a lot more, uh, newer artists. Like I, I, I had a feeling that you would pull, uh, pull some stops and again we haven't shared our list like i have no idea what you've what you've picked we'll kind of you'll pull it up on the screen only yeah. i know you'll pull up on the screen yeah. when we when it's time to uh you know start playing music and that way we can both see it together but yeah yep I, i've it, you know it, it is hard it is hard because you and i usually just talk about music all the time and now we have to stop ourselves from doing that and then yeah i don't know if we brought that up yet but uh so moosh and i put our list together mm-hmm. And then he gives me his five before before the show just to make sure we're not uh, playing the same song or, or whatever. But other than that, I mean, we, we try to keep everything as fresh as possible. But before we go any further, uh, communicate with us. We've we've had a we've had a good uh, opening on, on Twitter. We've met some interesting uh, uh, people and some interesting local artists and stuff that we would love to spotlight on the show. And if you're one of those people and you either want to communicate with us or maybe you got a band and you got a little following and uh, you, you want us to highlight your stuff, hit us up on Twitter. We are at the cut music one or you can send us an email to the cut music one at gmail.com. And you can go to our Spotify profile where we put all of the songs like the cut that Moosh and I come up with and then any honorable mentions or anything that we have. We put them all in a playlist. They're packaged by episode. They release on the same day the episode does and where that's going to come in handy. One thing that we are going to do is you know, because we use the music and talk feature with Spotify to create these through Anchor, mm-hmm. we have to play the whole song. 
And if you have Spotify Premium, you can skip through the song or whatever you want to do on this podcast. You don't have to listen to the whole song if you've heard it a million times. You can skip right through it. But if you're Spotify free, I said on the intro episode, our first episode that we did, I thought I read somewhere that it was just going to play the first 30 seconds. Apparently, it plays a random clip, maybe of the chorus or something like that. So on a on an episode where we're talking about song intros and it plays the chorus, that doesn't yeah, that doesn't work. Kind of defeats the purpose of uh, talking about the intro. <laughs> exactly. So here's here's how we're going to combat that. For one, if you're listening to us on Spotify and you you are Spotify free and you want to hear what we were talking about, just go to the playlist, go to our profile page at the cut music one and everything's all right there. And I put all the songs in order in which we talk about Mm -hmm. them. And the other thing that we're going to do is because we use music, we cannot, we can't distribute anywhere other than anchor and Spotify. Correct. So what we're going to do is we're going to make the non-music episodes. That way we can distribute on iTunes and everything else. And you guys can get us wherever you get your podcasts, as they like to say. Mm-hmm. So we'll be able to do that. And there'll be a little disclaimer to let you know, hey, if you're hearing this message, blah, 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 go to the playlist to hear the songs. And and, that, and that's how we'll do it. That way we can spread our, our uh, you know, what we're doing our, here. Our, basically. Our, our seed? Spread our seed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hashtag blah, blah, blah is important there. So. <laughs> exactly but today today it's about female, female artists? male artists we got a good list man yeah we got a good list and and you you are up oh first. i get to go first outstanding yes you do well yep. uh for my first pick i'm gonna go with a newer artist um maybe you have heard of her maybe you haven't heard of her maybe you've heard a song or two um and you don't know her relation i'm picking uh willow which is Willow Smith, which is Will Smith's daughter. Oh, that's who that is. That's who that is. That's who that is. And her song, Wait a Minute, this song came out, I believe it was 2015, and she was like 15 years old. I think she was born in 2000. I don't have the her you know bio in front of me or anything, but uh-huh. she's, a, she's a youngster. She's one of them uh, Gen Zers out there making music. Mm-hmm. Um, I find her music very... I would say it's better than her father's. <laughs> Will Smith had a few rap albums that came out around, you know, the, the late 90s, early 2000s. Getting jiggy with oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Wild Wild West, yeah. yippee-yo, yippee-yay, or whatever. Become the men in black. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's about her. Yeah, yeah. This, this, is, uh, this is his daughter, Will Smith's daughter, Willow. And um, okay. this is one of her first hits that came out. Like I said, I think it was 2015 the album came out. I don't think it got big until 2016. But uh, it's a good track. Let's give it a listen. All right, here we go. Interesting. Oh, it's so good, dude. I love her voice, and I'm so excited for more music from her. She she has she's got a few different voices. I've I've never heard this track before. Um, she's got a few different voices, and and she put on a uh, she started using an accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, a little um um like in the like towards the middle. Yeah, like a, a um a Caribbean type of uh a vo- vocal there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I that, that, that was interesting. It's definitely like um, <laughs> it reminds me. Remember when Snoop Dogg became Snoop Lion? Oh. <laughs> it reminds me of that. Even, I don't even know if Snoop likes talking about those days. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I love Snoop. Love to Snoop. But uh, no, no, no. For so Willow, this was like one of her big hits that came out. Um, I don't know if it won any awards or anything. I don't keep track of award winning or those award shows. 
I couldn't even name the award shows without messing it up. But what I will say is she's worked with a lot of big artists. Like she's um, she mm-hmm. started off with her uh, mom doing some metal stuff when she was like, I don't know, four or five years old. She was doing a um, metal band stuff with uh, a new metal band, Wicked Wisdom, on tour, is what it says on her uh, Spotify profile here. Um, she has worked with, of course, a uh, big famous drummer, uh, Travis Barker of Blink-182. Yeah. They, ha- they had a song that came out, I think, uh, tw- 2021, I want to say. They had a big hit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm, I love the direction that, like, this... Uh, I don't know. I just I love her style. It's it seems it seems unique. It is it's very I, unique I, in in a way yeah. that is just like it's fresh. It's it's like it's a nice like palate cleanser for the ears. And I'm I'm sure I'm fucking for it, man. Oh, and I so when I Big saw fan. when I saw the name Willow on on uh, Spotify, I I thought this was a different artist because I thought she went by Willow Smith. I didn't know she just goes by Willow. Um, but I, I was reading um, that she's getting a lot of support from, it's interesting to hear you mention metal because she's getting a lot of support from David Draymond. And I think Corey Taylor came out and said something recently. Mm. She made a comment about um, how there'd be more minority and um, like more minorities in metal if it weren't for the gatekeepers. Yeah, I've heard a lot about this gatekeeper stuff. What is that all about? Yeah, I'm 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 not sure. I I, I don't know. Um, you know, and maybe maybe it's just a, a point of view. Um but I mean, metal's not far from from rock and I you know, when I think of of rockers, I mean, there's Hendrix, right? Yeah. The the and uh, I'm blanking on his name, but the lead singer of Seven Dust, like they're like I, I yes, of course, the representation and everything. But what I what I liked was is she she came out and said that there didn't seem to be a whole lot of representation, and mm-hmm. from what I can tell, there there aren't there's no absence of of metal leaders of that community that are coming out in support of that. Right. Right. You know, like David Draymond is is Jewish. Uh, you know, Corey Taylor's white, but I mean, I'm I'm seeing kind of a uh, like an outpouring of of support for that. And I love when metal changes. I mean, if metal never changed uh, in, into new metal, um, fortunately, we would have been able to miss out on Limp Biscuit. You know, but what we I would wouldn't say have gotten if metal never changed and evolved. It would just rust. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you cricketed yourself. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's it, it's cool. I, I think I think it's awesome. But I mean, you know, when metal mixed with hip hop, we got Linkin yeah. Park. Yeah, amongst I others. Mean, and and like that's where like even like even Slipknot they got a DJ. Yeah, and then like uh, trap metal is even like a thing where there's like it's trap hip hop trap beats but then there's still like a metal core to it dude there's like there's yeah. some weird fusion going on and i'm here for I it, dude. it i love like finding all these sounds and and people just like bending what is genre yeah i i don't know just being in the middle scene i i, I know i'm i'm the middle person out of the out of the two of us I, i've never known metal to be anything but all-inclusive mm-hmm. and i mean that's that's how all music should be but that's what i've always loved about metal so if she's come out with some metal stuff, uh, I will give it a listen. I, I, I'm curious to hear, cause like I said, I heard like three or four different voices in that song. Yeah. I, I'm curious to hear what metal 
what what backing metal instrumentals would make her sound mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I don't know if she has anything that's metal per se, but well, like I said, she worked with her mom, who has done like a new metal type of band. So that's where that stems hmm. from. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's you know you 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 came out with somebody fairly new. I mean, 2015. She's a youngster, unfortunately. man. I mean, at least compared to you, yeah, and I, it was seven years ago, already. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like she was. I mean, 15 when this song came out. So, yeah. Well, we're gonna go back uh, to God 1965. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did a clap. I don't know. For what, I can't do like just a normal like old person voice. Every old person impression I can do is English. <laughs> well, I do declare. God save the, you know, God it's, save the king. It's oh, so that's the only old man impression you can do. It's almost like someone put a spell on you. Hey, is that little uh, maybe Nina I Simone? put a spell on you? Yeah, oh, exactly. Because oh, Creedence Clearwater did this song, but Nina did it before oh, yeah. them, and she murders this song. Here we go. Nina Simone, I put a spell on you. Oh, yes. fuck yeah. Okay. A couple of th- I don't know if you have, I don't know if you have something to say Damn. first, but I got I got a couple of things that I want to get off my chest. Oh, I got a lot, but you okay, can go. Okay. The first the first thing I thought of when I heard when you were going to play Nina Simone, of course, I was like, oh, I've heard not only have I heard her name before, but I knew it was associated with a piano. I knew she was a piano player. She's a pianist, right? Cuz yes. I mean that's A, it's rare in that time the 50s 60s when she was up and coming and becoming this absolute sensation to have a female artist completely underrepresented back in the day usually just yeah. singers lounge singers you know something for the men who do all the work uh, uh, just uh culture back then was disgusting anywho she plays the piano fantastic i had to look up what piano it was cuz i know i've seen her on a yes. on a poster somewhere um, playing a piano, and I had to look it up real quick. It was a Steinway. Oh, She's yeah. a Steinway and Sons immortal like piano player, like it's just a legend <laughs> for the Steinway. So anywhere you see Steinway, or if you go into a Steinway piano shop, I'm I'm big in the the piano the piano industry piano piano industry. Um, you see her face in any uh, Steinway shop you go into, or anywhere that sells Steinways. Yeah. You see her playing the piano in some iconic pose. You know, it's just, it's stunning. It's amazing. I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> you had a piano on your chest? Yeah. No, no, no. I've gotten to the point where anytime I see any piano, if it's on a music video or an artist is a piano player, I'm like, huh, on what piano brand they play? I wonder what their choice is. <laughs> you reminded me of Tom Segura when he's like, we talk about Steven Seagal. He's like, they call that helicopter. A skip. <laughs> so a skip they skip, call skip, that skip, piano a skip. Yeah. Listen to it. A skip, skip, skip. I've been working for the piano for like 85 years. So what, what I love about Nina Simone, but the reason I chose this song is because uh, a few things. One, conviction. I don't know any other word to mm-hmm. use. When she, when, she, when she says, and I don't say the word sing, because she does that too. But when she says, I put a spell on you, it's like, motherfucker, I put a spell on you. Yeah. Because you're fucking mine. You better stop the things that you're doing. Or set a watch out or I am like, like the, the conviction she uses. Oh, yeah. As she's saying those lyrics. And then, bro, 
the scat. Ooh, at the end? There's so much mm, scat. I mean, throughout I guess, the, whole I guess thing. the whole Yeah, throughout the, throughout the entire song. But the, the end is just, I mean, I don't, I don't know how she does it. I, I can't yeah, yeah. do it. There's, there'd be disrespect. I'm sorry. No, but I mean, dude, even the saxophone was scatting. Do, do saxophones scat? Oh, they didn't that song? It's amazing. Whatever happened to the scat? I think Jonathan Davis is the only one keeping it alive. And that boom, that yeah, that boom, was years ago. Still, I mean, that's two decades old. That song. Yeah, it's forty years or so after this. I mean, so I mean, All right. you know. Good for Jonathan Davis keeping it alive with corn, but All right, so yeah, note it, to self: so, so look cool for more that. scat. I would say, may, like off the top of my head, I would say maybe Jason Mraz or Jack Johnson maybe do a little scat. I don't know, maybe. but I, I can't think of a particular song. Um, you, oh, oh, I'm just oh, hoping Dave Matthews Band. He definitely does a. I, 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 I don't know. I can't do a Dave Matthews impression. That was a, that was a good impression. What? I'm just I'm hoping I'm hoping once you get the piano off your chest, you don't have a scat on your oh, chest. Oh God! Oh no! The heap. Oh no! <laughs> I'm seeing stars right oh. now. That band made me laugh so hard. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, that's okay. hilarious. So yeah, uh, you know, getting. Uh, a, a newer generation and, and a pioneer in here and, and slots one and two, man. Yeah. Good stuff. And I don't know about you, but my next pick, if if we're ready to move on. We are. Okay. This, I got into uh, lo-fi is a big genre that came out, you know, I would, maybe late 20 teens to current day. Lo-fi became a popular thing where they turned every genre or every I don't know, movie or video game score into a lo-fi mix that you can, you know, it's usually labeled like on YouTube as a study mix, you know? Yeah. Something to study. It's good for focus. And it works. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I fell in love with lo-fi based off of what is now TikTok used to be uh, music.ly, musically. Oh, musically? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it was I'm per- called. I'm pretty I know what certain. You're talking there about. was there was a, a creator on there at the time, and she's I, I don't know how old she is. I don't even know what she looks like. She has the little um like a cat mask or something that she wears for her like that that's her shtick. You know, like Slipknot has all those mm-hmm. you know skin masks or whatever they're made out of leather. Yeah, mask. mass mass of skin. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the skin of ducks. <laughs> this is this is the artist is Limbo, and. She got popular on like the Musically and into TikTok when it was like right in that transition is when I started like paying attention and kind of hopping on that trend. And uh, she came out with a song called Airplane Mode, and it it became like one of those trends that all the kids do. They do some sort of dance or they do something for it. I don't remember mm-hmm. what the trend was all about. I remember hearing the song and be like, "That's a nice, that's a nice beat." A and that's I like the 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 tones of like the uh, E piano and the synthesizers that she uses that lo-fi style and this is like what projected okay. me into my lo-fi like I don't know deep dive or rabbit hole that I started going down and I came up with a whole bunch of new artists that I discovered and this was the this oh, yeah, sweet this I'm, the, I'm this excited the, uh, what do you call it the um, the oh I can't think of the word the crucible no the Catalyst? Catalyst. That's the word. The catalyst. Thesaurus? Yeah. The Horcrux. Dictionary? The Horcrux. 
Horcrux. Anyway. Oh, man. I hope there's some harmonics in it. Uh, Bringing back the harmonics, boys. Kind of. I don't know. It's, we'll, it's, we'll see. I'm excited. I've, I've never heard yeah. this, but I do like lo-fi. It's just so. her. It's just one one person, one female artist doing oh. everything. She does it all on her like MacBook Pro in her bedroom. Like that's that's, that's awesome. like her selling point is like, hey, I did all of this by myself. I'm, I'm sure she uses like all logic right, sweet. or something. I don't know. Yeah, play it. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> Soothing. It's nice, man. And in one thing that I noticed, um, and I don't think I've ever noticed this before because you don't really. You're paying attention to like her singing and like the the nice e piano sound, the synthesizer sound that she's got going on in the intro, right? Like the first I don't know minute of the song. Yeah. Um, do do do. Yeah. Yeah. In the in like the back, like we're we're wearing nice studio headphones because it makes sense because we're recording a show. Um, I picked up on um, it wasn't like drums. It sounded like she had like a pen. Like you remember it being in like high school or in like a classroom and you see like beats with a pen on your desk. Mm-hmm. And like it sounded like she was doing like like beats to her own song. Like with like it didn't sound like a professional drum set or even an like electronic drum set. Yeah. It just sounded like she had like a, I don't know, a Sure 58 pointed at her desk. And she was kind of like making yeah. like a, a, a beat making sound. desk beats. Yeah, yeah, desk beats. And desk I, beats, yeah. tiny desk beats, <laughs> tiny desk beats. Uh, <laughs> but like, I noticed that and I was like, wow, that sounds really neat. Like I've never, I knew like the, the beat comes in and then you hear like the, the nice, like 808 kind of bass mm-hmm. sound and everything that comes in with it. And that's fantastic. And I, I love the song. That's what really drew me to the song was the dynamics of this song in particular going for like really nice and soft kind of picking up and really like taking off with like that lo-fi kind of groove and then like she does like a little breakdown where it kind of cuts into like a, a halftime sort of thing going on where she kind of raps over it and then i mean it's not really rap but she sings a bit faster um mm-hmm. and then she kind of does like a little spoken bit to where she kind of isn't singing anymore it's kind of a whisper i don't know she's just like I loved the 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 dynamics of Variety. this entire song. Yeah, just like the yeah. the 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 ups and then downs, like the the journey this song kind of takes you on. It's, it's it's a beautiful. I love it. And I I mean, there's she has have five or six different albums. I think. Wow, well, that's, that's yeah, that's quite a bit. I mean, so I I don't want I don't want to knock her or this song. I just I have a preference when it comes to lo-fi. I just. I don't like vocals in my in lo-fi. And most of the Be- time you won't find vocals in lo-fi and I think that's what makes this yeah. stand out for me. This different. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cuz I heard this not knowing what lo-fi was. You know, so this is like my intro. I was like, "Do I love this sound?" It reminds me of and I don't know if this is considered lo-fi or not, but there's a band called The Album Leaf and we can throw this into our Spotify like playlist even though it's not they're not female. Well, actually I don't know if they're female or not. But, well, there we go. That's good enough for me. Yeah, I was like, I don't. To be honest, I'm not quite sure what their their gender is or their sexuality, anything about that. All I know is that they have a. I used to think of it as a genre for like massage music. Like if you're going to like a a, a relaxing <laughs> yeah. sauna or massage, and you're you know it's like you need that zen space. You're gonna go do yoga, like hot yoga or something like that. And Water like, running somewhere. Yeah, like there's there was there was definitely some like ambient sounds to it. Um, the album leaf I discovered back in like 2008, so they're like an early 2000s kind of band or group or individual. I have no idea. I've never, I haven't really done any research. I just know that they have that kind of lo-fi sound before lo-fi was a thing, and that kind of drew me 
into this. Like when I heard this, I was like, oh, this reminds me of that band I discovered, you know, long ago that I haven't listened to in ages. So I kind of went back to them for a little bit and then came back to Limbo, discovered all of her music, kind of kept diving into it. Um, and I discovered all kinds of different lo-fi. That's when, like I said earlier, it's like the, uh, the study playlist that you find all on YouTube is like, Hey, here's five hours of study music. And it's all, that, that's what I, that's what I use it for. And I can't, um, I, I can't listen to any other music that I love. So like I said, it, it's definitely, I'm not trying to knock limbo or anybody else mm-hmm. that, that, uh, sings over lo-fi, but when I put lo-fi on, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing something where, uh, I just, I need background music. I need focus music. And at any time there's a vocalist, I'm paying attention to lyrics and everything else. And I can't do it. And it's, you know, it's weird that it took so long for lo-fi to become a thing. It's a very easy production deal to do. You make a beat and you do a high cut filter where you just cut out the high frequencies. Like it's that easy. Mostly, and it's yeah. good. It's good for me. I mean, of course, there's more to it than that. But uh, when uh, when I was in my mid 20s, I, I started developing a, a sensitivity to high treble. Even at a like decent volume, it would hurt my ears. My wife is totally convinced I'm deaf. I don't think I'm deaf. I think I just like things loud. And I think if you ask Moose, yo, do I do I like things loud? Uh, yeah, mostly. You're, you're a mostly. very loud individual. So like you're natural never, speaking. No one's voice. ever told me that. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything anybody shows me on the first time. That's also a lie. And I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm very soft-spoken. That very. is also not accurate. And I introduced Moose to the Milk Carton Kids. I'm going <laughs> to you up. <laughs> Bringing that back again. Uh, yeah, but- like, oh, that's, <laughs> oh, we didn't put that song on here? We didn't put any, do we have, wait, let me, let, go, go through oh, the list. Did we, do, no, 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 no. We, oh, you know oh, what, Morris you know what opportunity? Dang. You know what opportunity? We, she'll come back up. We'll find a reason. You oh, know who yeah. I'm more disappointed of, though, hmm. about that we didn't put on this list? No, I don't know. Tell me. Tash. Sultana. This oh. would have been a perfect list for her. So she's going in the bonus tracks. I'm, I'm going to put her song. Um, Man, you're right. Her song uh, uh, Notion in there. Oh, oh Tash Sultana. Oh, my That's, God. That's back in our I, early I music like, page, man. Can we man. cut one of my songs and put her in there? Like, is it too late for that? <laughs> like, God. I, I mean, no, not really. I mean, we could. How about this one? You want to cut that one? Oh, and save her, save her for another one. No, I don't know. I, it's, and I know you're so, not. Cut, uh, I know you're not cutting this one. So let's just keep it as. It, okay. You know what? She didn't make the cut, and that's our fault. Oh, and we feel terrible. Man, but, I wish she made the but, cut. Bonus okay. track. Yeah, there's, there's so many. Okay, we have got some great songs. I, I'm telling great everybody artists. right now. So Tash Sultana, she'll be on this list. The uh, I'm gonna put Notion on there, uh, and I started thinking about it because I I, I, I said something about tiny desks or uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Around tiny, the time tiny, I mentioned tiny. Slipknot, you makes her fucking mass out of duck skin. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the hell that was about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was thinking of tiny desks. So I was like, oh shit, we watched that. We watched Tash Sultana do that, and she we watched a lot God, of tiny amazing. desk on our on yeah, our we, uh, yes music, we did escapades. I'm getting these escapades. Yeah. It only took me uh, two and a half years. So, um, and, and, oh, and another thing, you, you know, speaking of what's on the list, you know, he's not on this list. Um, a lot you know, not, of female artists. There's, there's a lot, but you know who in particular, like who, who we could get to. some hate for Whitney. Ooh. All right. Whitney's not on oh, the list. Dude. Okay. Fight me. Fight me. Uh, okay. 
Shania you know what? Twain is one that comes to mind that I would love oh, to put on the, on the list. Why you got to bring up the Shania's, bro? I know, You're right. Girl, we miss Shania. It's a girl. Damn it. Yeah. There's. Oh, man. There'll be other lists. But I'm saying right now, she ain't on it. Fight me. I don't care. You know what? She did. She's not even responsible for performing her very big song, I Will Always Love You. Motherfucker, that was Dolly Parton. Dolly okay? Parton's not on the list. Oh, shit. You're right. Dolly Parton's not on the list. Like, we, that's just too huge. We got, all right, we, whoa, whoa. We just named a bunch of. We can make another cut. Okay. That's, we're going to have to. We can make point. another cut. But you know what? We made our cut. Oh, man. And you know, but you know what? You know what? Regardless, mm-hmm. we give ourselves five songs each. Yep. And they come from the heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not just our hearts, but the Wilson sisters. Ooh. That heart. Okay. Oh, ooh, nice segue. Now was, I, I didn't could. even see that coming. No, no, no. And I can see the heart. list, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even see that coming. <laughs> like, that was a good segue. Kudos to you, sir. Roll out and the I'm red gonna carpet. Say, and I'm going to say it with a Zeppelin tattoo on my leg. Mm hmm. Their version of Stairway to Heaven that they did at the Kennedy Center. Uh, this was 2013, 14. I don't yeah, know. Was Obama was in office. It was a second term, somewhere around there. Someone that made Robert Plant Is that tear how up. you calculate time? What? Presidencies? No, not at all. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll never give up my secret, dude. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm trying to figure but, it out. Uh, <laughs> I have no way of remembering time except for like, what grade was I in? And then that only goes up to a certain day. And then after and then that, I'm screwed. just like, oh, man, I've been an adult for a long time. <laughs> nah, I remember everything, man. It's a curse. Everything. Because all anybody wants to do when they haven't seen me in a while is is, is do uh, reminiscence. Like, I, I know people that just want to sit and go, okay, okay, oh, okay, okay, Mike, Mike, okay. Did this actually happen or what, did I dream this? I'm like, no, man, you really, like, ran naked through a living room that was your neighbor's house because you got lost and drunk. True story. But <laughs> whose move, story moving is on. that? I, I can't. I'm swarmed to secrecy. I've probably said too it's much. It's not mine. Good Lord. Not, that. Maybe I can get them to put a duck skin mask on and, and uh, you know, we'll bring their voices down here. Oh. And, oh and, and, <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, heart. I, yeah, I killed those people. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I chose Heart and I chose Stairway to Heaven because... Like I said, and I have a Zeppelin tattoo on my leg. Yeah. I do. like this version better. It. It's got the choir. It's mm-hmm. got the symphony. Mm-hmm. And I got a personal attachment to it. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, let's just play the damn song. Oh, Here yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Dude. Yes. God. Yeah. They, I'm, they I'm they like tearing that, up over yeah, here. They bro. killed Fuck. that song. Oh. You got Jason Bonham on the drums. Yeah, the rest of heart doing right. the song. Oh, man, I was just gonna ask you, like, dude, who who played all the other instruments? Uh, obviously it was heart, Wilson's but Jason Bonham. There. Yeah, yeah. But like, God, who, dude, who, but Nancy, who did bro. The, who did Fuck. the solo? Uh, I don't know. Whoever the guitarist that they had that night, I think it was a guitarist of Heart. Um, oh, okay. So probably, uh, well, what's his name? Um, oh, I dude, don't remember that that last. Uh, that last belt that she does there at the end. It, oh. Now, I don't think those artists that were playing, mm-hmm. Jason included, mm-hmm. touch Zeppelin. Oh, they got pretty and I love they, Dude, they, they, they... You can't get closer. They made it pretty far up that stairway. Holy shit. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is like just Nancy's 
voice compared to plants like oh it was good dude it's a it's a fucking solid cover i know you're a fan of covers and this is i love covers one of the top covers you've presented Dude, and, definitely. And, and, and and no disrespect to any guitar center out there or any music shop that says, you know, <laughs> no stairway. <laughs> Fucking Wayne's World. Hashtag Wayne's World. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. uh, you know, fun, funny thing, though, I got to see this. I got to watch it live. At the Kennedy oh, Center? Man. No, not at the Kennedy Center. I didn't get to watch it at the Kennedy Center. Oh. So, you and I have have a friend down in uh, down in Ventura where mm-hmm. where we met. Yep. Uh, shout out to Travis. Hey, um, Travis. He called. <laughs> he called. <laughs> he called me out of the blue one day, and I, I want to say it was like in the middle of the week. It was like a Wednesday or something. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Hey, man, um, I got a I got a friend who works at a, a, a as a DJ." And she totally forgot to give away two tickets to go see Heart tonight. Do you want to go? And I went, yeah. And he's like, yeah, dude, they're in Santa Barbara. I'm like, dude, I'm going to make this happen. And he goes, oh, yeah. Um, Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin experience is opening for them. And I went, oh, fuck. Now I need to bring a second years- pair of underpants. <laughs> oh, dude, both brown. Oh, God. <laughs> both brown. Uh and what he, what he knew, and I think you know as well, is like two years before this, mm-hmm. I took my dad. So I have the swan song on my leg. It's my drummer leg. My dad has, and uh, and I have the uh, the John Bonham rings above it. Yeah. My dad has the swan song with Zoso pages sign on his back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, that's what I get from my dad. I get I get my love for Zeppelin. I took him to go see Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin experience at the at the Greek. Oh. And I'll say this, I'll say this now. Mm-hmm. If you have any chance to go watch a show at any bowl or theater in Southern California in the LA area, dude, cuz the Greek theater is beautiful. I was going to say you but, you've been to the uh you lived in uh, uh Colorado for a while and you yeah. you saw some shows at Red Rocks, right? I saw one, I saw Gary Clark Jr. at oh, Red Rocks, but that's a story for a different time. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say, sure Gary, you, Gary's going to come up on here. I was going to say you talked a lot about just the experience of the Red Rocks, and I know like Incubus oh, did yeah. a show at Red Rocks, a live from Red Rocks. They have an, a, yeah. a, a DVD set out you can get. But I mean, yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll have to go through our, our favorite like concert dude, venues at some point because a, that's yeah, a full, Red Rocks that's a full will be on episode, there. man. Live definitely shows? live show question mark. But like, so they played mm-hmm. in Santa Barbara mm-hmm. at the Santa Barbara Bowl. And the second you get out of your car, just in the parking lot at the top of this hill. Have you ever been there? Uh, the Greek? No, no, no. Santa Barbara Bowl. Oh, yeah. Santa Barbara Bowl. I've been there. Oh, dude. The, just the view from there. Oh, this is yeah. gorgeous. So, no, absolutely. I, so I'm like, yeah, dude, I took my dad to go. Uh, he knew. And I'm like, yeah, I saw him with my dad a few years ago. Oh, my God, dude. Like. The closest I'm ever going to get to seeing Led Zeppelin. So he's like, oh, fuck yeah, man. That sounds great, brother. And I'm like, cool. So he does say brother. (laughs) So uh, so we we meet out there and we go and uh, Jason and his band get up there. Oh, Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin experience for everybody that doesn't know. John Bonham, the drummer of Zeppelin uh, after he died in 79, 80, I think 80. Anyway, his son was still very young, and his son has performed with Zeppelin. So Jason Bonham is John Bonham's son. Um, they came up, and they did an hour of Zeppelin, and then Hart came out, and they played a few songs, and then Nancy goes, hey, did you guys enjoy Jason Bonham and Led Zeppelin Experience? Everybody's like, yeah! And she's like, you know, we were talking backstage, 
they came up and did an hour of Zeppelin. Why don't we do an hour of Heart? And then we'll all get up on stage and do another hour of Zeppelin to close us out. And I'm like, ugh. No. Oh, my God. And then. You can only be so hard. <laughs> like, right? I'm splitting in two, dude. Yeah. My, uh, and then uh, they closed out with Stairway to Heaven. And they brought the symphony and the choir on the stage. And they recreated the performance from the Kennedy Center. And that is, it might be my favorite favorite concert moment if not it's definitely a runner i i don't oh, know it has Lord. to it has to be my favorite concert moment and it was so dude that was such a fun night like i was hearing songs from heart that i didn't even know were them what about love dude that song it, that song fucking slaps yeah you i didn't know that was heart really no I had not. I knew Barracuda. Yeah, of course. And you know, uh, and uh, what's the, what's the, what's the other big uh, uh, Magic Man? Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And a few others, but like I didn't know what about Love was them, dude. So, oh, dude, I was introduced to Heart at a very young age. So, um, you know, in the nineties, uh, everybody <laughs> had mixtapes. It was like CDs were a new thing. Nobody was really getting into it yet. Uh, late eighties, early nineties. Uh, my dad and my mother both were really into music. They both loved mm-hmm. music, which is why I am who I am today. Um, the moosh. The moosh. Um, so they they would make me mixtapes. And I remember having this mixtape on an old Sony cassette. Like Remember like Guardians of the Galaxy that came out a few years ago for the, for the youngsters in the audience uh, that are yeah. listening? That's and, what and, that is. Yeah, yeah. Having a, a, a cassette player... And Come having those cheap-ass headphones, love. the Sony headphones. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, my dad and my mom would both make me different mixtapes of different uh, songs. I had, like, Beatles on there and, uh, I don't know, all kinds of different songs. And I remember Heart and I remember Barracuda just because you have, like, the – Yeah, the gallop. They had the gallop, like, really heavy gallop. And there was that one and, like, a couple other songs, but – yeah, I remember that that song always stuck out to me. So every time you go to like a shopping mall nowadays or any classic, you know, rock radio station, you know, Barracuda's going to come on the radio. So like they kind of like sublimely like planted these great artists, these I mean fantastic like Heart, Beatles, Zeppelin, ACDC, like I had all these songs and 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 artists just sublimely locked into my subconscious. That yep. when I hear them nowadays, there's a there's a hint of like nostalgia for something yeah. that I don't even like have a accurate memory to besides a mixtape as a youth. And isn't and you know it, and it's crazy when you think about that because like my my mom has a story about how when she was pregnant with me, my dad took you remember those headphones, those shitty ones that were like wireframe and like bendable that he like put those around her stomach when she was pregnant with me yeah. and played Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. And like that, that's so crazy uh, for like, you know, just the, the, the power of music where my dad was a kid when he got into Zeppelin, he was in his teens mm-hmm. and he gets the same nostalgia listening to Zeppelin as I do. Like, yeah. no, that's I, I'm crazy. absolutely, yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's, it's like, if you walk by a high school, <laughs> you will see a, a clique of students that still sport like banties that say like ACDC or Nirvana or, you know, yeah. Led Zeppelin. Or you like, you'll see these pe- like children, these teenagers yeah. wearing shirts like that. And you're like, yo, that's a nice band. And every now and again, you'll get the kid that's like, sup? I don't know who Nirvana is. I'm like, bro, you're wearing a fucking Kurt Cobain shirt. Like, maybe don't just wear a fucking shirt that you don't know. Like, I mean, that's odd. 
<laughs> that does happen. That like, Nirvana smiley face is is very. Not even uh, that. You'll see Kurt Cobain like his portrait. <laughs> like, yo, nice shirt. And they're like, sup? It's just some guy. And you're like, no, man, that's. <sighs> I just like the look of homeless guys. <laughs> he looks sad. <laughs> and I'm sad. All right. He looks sad. Like, Bro, do you have any idea how sad he was? I'm sure he's still probably sad to this day. Oh, oh God damn it. That's it. Like, that's it. That's it. Sonic. Son of a bitch. So anyway, yeah, yeah no, that, man, Stairway to Heaven, th- this this performance, uh, uh, yeah, dude, sh- shout out to our boy Travis for making that night happen. That shit was amazing. I definitely, uh, I- I've definitely learned a lot in my adulthood from Travis. Like, I gained a lot of personality <laughs> from him, not gonna lie. <laughs> nah, great guy. Yeah. Um, all right, so you're up. Sweet. Um, well, shit, I mean, that was such a... Fuck, that was such a slapping song. Like, that made such a great... Slap. Yeah, it slapped. <laughs> that, that shit was fire, as the kids say. Um, I don't think the kids say that anymore. Uh, my next song... Um, <laughs> the artist was made popular. Not made popular. I'm saying she reemerged and became the eldest female artist to reach the top of the charts ever. What? Kate Bush. In recent year... What was it? Uh, last year... She, um, because of her, the song, uh, um, uh, oh my God. Oh, I'm blanking on the song. Oh, wait, 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 running up the hill or whatever, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Running up that hill was because of Stranger Things. Thank you. Um, That was earlier this year, though. It was that 2020, was that 22? Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was like the summer, spring. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I, like I said, I have no sense of time. I don't know what you're talking about. No sense of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, so she became the, like, eldest female artist to ever win uh, a, a Grammy? Is that the right? You really don't know how awards work. No, no, no. She she became the old the oldest artist to hit a certain point on the billboard uh, charts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no I'm idea. Pre- I'm pretty sure works. that's what it is. I didn't, I didn't research this song because I didn't choose it, but I believe that's what you're getting at. Yeah. I, all I know is... She, she good, yo. <laughs> All I know is it inspired a, like a generation, it's a, a hell new of an generation, intro. yeah, a new generation of listeners that have never heard of Kate Bush, and they started listening to you know Running Out That Hill. It's like one of the number one songs this year, or at least mm-hmm. top one hundred. I don't know. Like I, I said, I don't fucking keep track of the Jesus charts. Christ. Anyway, <laughs> I went in and listened to a bunch of her tracks. Some good, some great, some not so good. This song I'm choosing is not Running Up That Hill because it's been played everywhere. If you haven't heard Running Up That Hill, I don't know where you are. We're exhausted from Running Up That Damn Hill. Yeah. Uh, This song is called Hello Earth, and I feel like it has that same, I don't know, quality, I guess. Something about it is still mystical. It's still good. It's a a solid song, and her voice is just magnificent. So, Mm -hmm. Hello Earth, Kate Bush. Dude, I... Why did they not use that song in Stranger Things? I was it's going eerie. from the the right side up to the upside down. Uh, yeah. It's, wow. So I mean, in the eighties, there was a lot of sci-fi that came out. I mean, that's what Stranger Things was really based on was eighties sci-fi, right? There, there, yeah. There's so many references. I mean, it takes place in the eighties, you know, obviously, but there's yeah. so many references to eighties cult classics that it's just like you have a song like Hello Earth and Kate Bush in there. 
And it's off the same album as Running Up That Hill. Hounds of Love came out in 85. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, like, it, there's so many, like, not only sci-fi, like, horror stuff that came out in the 80s, but, like, sci-fi, like, I mean, think of, like, David Bowie and Life on Mars and those weird, like, hey, we're going extra, you know, planetary type shit. And this kind of falls into that, I don't know, subgenre of music of songs that are about leaving earth and it kind of gives you that almost emptiness that space or the idea of space gives you no it's definitely there and it sounds like it. a little note on david bowie moose i think you have something to correct from uh from yeah few weeks ago (laughs) so david it it has been brought to my attention uh one of our listeners said i am foolish i'm an idiot and i apologize to anyone who is a fan of both david bowie uh and the labyrinth which is which is the movie he was in not dark crystal i don't think it's Uh, actually called the labyrinth it's just called labyrinth Labyrinth. okay well go fuck fuck me you know what (laughs) jesus christ <laughs> At least it's but, not Pan's Labyrinth, all right? I mean, the Labyrinth and Pan's Labyrinth get mixed up all the time, and there's no puppeteering in Pan's Labyrinth. No, Pan's Labyrinth was done by Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Toros en Español también. It's done by Guillermo del Toro, fool. Just, just quit. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Don't, no more movie talk for Moose. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, we'll, you can we'll start a side project quick. called uh, "Movies with Moose," and it's gonna have <laughs> it's gonna be just like recapping oh, Garden State every episode, <laughs> which is a great soundtrack. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, I, it, it did this song "Hello Earth." I mean, it it just it really had that feel to it. Like I I really felt like I was in Stranger Things listening to it. I did enjoy it. I thought it was great. The weird uh, like. Um, like choir, yeah, like, some, like a male choir that she has. I don't, um, I don't know if it was male or if it was just her, and they just like slowed the tape uh, shit down. Could have been, you know, because there's like, yeah. I mean, Beatles did that shit where they would like take a voice and then slow so that it sounded really low. You know what I mean? And so I think yes. I, I don't know. I don't know what the production or who the producer or the engineer was or how they created it. But what I do know is that it could have been. Like, it almost had that same sort of effect where it could have been just Kate Bush singing, and then they just slowed it down to make her voice really low. <laughs> I, I right. had no idea that I could go that low. Yeah, it was, that was pretty low. <laughs> that was low. Yeah. Uh, I am not a Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I'll... I'll, I'll uh... I I'll have to listen to running uh, running up the hill because I I can't get it in my head. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, it, it has the same. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's a chord change or something. There's a there's a progression in running up the hill that is similar to this. Um, right. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. I'd have to look at the songs, you know, side by side or listen to them each next to each other and then figure out. Oh, it was this interval. But I mean. There's but we'll make it easier for you guys. We will add Running Up That Hill as a bonus track. Hey, there you go. Hey, there it is. And uh, so moving on to, to my pick, uh, okay. you know, we're talking about we're talking about the upside down, which could also be translated to going under. Oh, not going down. But no, going under. Oh, <laughs> because Evanescence is my pick oh. because I love Amy Lee. Amy Lee. And I just I just found out today 
I just found out today that she is going on tour no. with the Muse next year. What? Moose, I know you like the Muse. I I enjoy Muse, man. Their 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 harmonies are stellar. Their production is fantastic. I've never seen them live, but god, I would love to. Yeah, she she uh Evanescence is is uh the second headliner there. So opening oh, for them and I'm excited because Is it because full Evanescence or is it just Amy Lee? No, full Evanescence. Oh shit. They they toured Aftershock this year, so it looks like they're 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 back on the train. I haven't I don't know. I need to look and see if they came out with a new album. I'm not sure they might have. I don't know. Now, I got to look, but still I'm I'm whew, look, I'm excited. Real quick, real quick before you play the track, before you play yes. the track. Last week we talked about acoustics and acoustics. and I had introduced the Milk Carton Kids. And after that, <laughs> I you, yeah, yeah, we, we've been we've been the back milk and forth. Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, I discovered that the Milk Carton Kids are on tour, which is fantastic. They have a, a nice U.S. tour that's going on um, as we speak, which is the fall of 2022 is when we're recording this. Um, we're never gonna find them. You're never gonna find them. <laughs> Check those milk cartons, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, but I found out they're coming to my town. And I'm freaking stoked about it. I got to try and find Dude, tickets. Dude, you need to go, like, happy reuniting with Robert Downey Jr., man. You, you got to... <laughs> Moose, you got to make this happen. Oh, man. I got to carry, like, a little pocket recorder and be like, hey, remember that time? They'll be like, who are you? They'll, they'll just play full oh, Thanos. God. They'll be like, they're like yeah. I don't even know who you are. And I was like, but we did this thing. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. I I, I don't think. Dude, I you have to try. They're because no, they're not like they're not huge. They may be the kind of band that like goes and hangs out with people afterwards. You hey, got to go true. introduce yourself. I don't even to know them. what venue it is, so I'll have to look that up. But you better you better figure that out because I mean they're probably gonna be like, oh yeah, man, did our sound improve once you went away? <laughs> <laughs> like I'll never forget a mustache. Is my yeah, is no, my is my dream, you know? You're the fucking moose. Yeah, I'm the moose. Bro, you got to make this happen. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I, I think it's coming up too. They're going to be here in like I don't know a couple weeks or a month or so. I can't remember. I'll look it up. Did you? Yeah, you got to make that happen. But but we've talked enough about yeah, the milk carton let's, kids. Let's, let's go wonder with Evanescence. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's such a good song. Yeah. Oh, love it. Oh god damn! Hot bubbly sex <laughs> for your ears. Jesus Christ! So I uh, fucking love Amy Lee, dude. dude so no, go ahead. Go I ahead. have I have an attachment mm-hmm. to to Evanescence. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I I started doing audio production when I was like thirteen or fourteen is when I first got my hands on a digital audio workstation. Like I worked all summer doing construction to save up to buy a computer. And the very first thing I did is I, I bought a program called Cakewalk. I think oh, it's yeah. still, yeah, I, I think it's still Cakewalk. around. Yeah. 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 So early days. And I was like, Oh my God, now I can like record things and like do stuff. Oh, it was insane. And then I, and then I bought a keyboard and started messing around with that. And, mm-hmm. um, but maybe a year before that, I got my first set of decent headphones. You were talking about the piece of shit. Sony Walkman yeah. headphones earlier. Oh, yeah. So, I got, it, it, I mean, they were still a horrible pair of headphones, right? Mm-hmm. Like your cheaper version of Skull Candy could outdo these today. Oh yeah, 90, absolutely. 
Dude, 90s were not the time for for headphones if you were on a budget, which I I totally was at age 13. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Bose had some really good headphones. But again, Bose at like in the 90s was like top of the line. Like that's the best of the best you can get. And who's going to spend that? Who's going to spend $80 on a good set of headphones? $80 was a lot back then. But what I got was the first pair of headphones that I ever had that actually went over my ear, like the studio ones that we're wearing now. They were the first ones that went over my ear, and mm-hmm. I heard two songs. Bring Me to Life was the second one. The first one was In the End by Linkin Park. Oh. And that was the first time I've listened to so much music by then. Like, I, I had a decent musical upbringing. But that was the first time I actually heard music. Heard oh, shit going yeah. on. I hear, so I, I, have, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I have, I have credited Evanescence and Linkin Park with taking my, like, my ear virginity like Mm -hmm. two of them each ear in stereo like i have credited them with having that effect on get and like giving me my love for music even though i didn't get into lincoln park back then i only listened (laughs) to the singles of evanescence at the time like dude they were the first ones that i was like oh oh like listen like oh i've got i've got two stories to follow up with this one um, I Evanescence came out was super popular when I was like I don't know freshman in high school I think in the early 2000s is when they really like blew up um, yeah I have or had I, I haven't I, we've been out of touch in a long long time but in high school we had a, a in choir I was in choir and we had a, a, a lady a female singer in our choir group who was a soprano who could sing and emulate uh, Amy Lee Oh, and so we've done a few like uh, um, open mics and stuff like that in Vegas and stuff like I mean, we, we were like 16 or something like that, 15, 16 years old. And she had a phenomenal voice. I don't know what she's doing today. I don't know if she's famous. I don't I, I haven't heard from her in a long time. I don't keep up with her. I'm not a big social media guy, but that was I remember being into Evanescence simply because she could sing like Amy Lee and it just blew the yeah. crowd away. Um, oh, my God. Second that's, story. That's a hell of a talent. Yeah. And this was, album came out in 2003, by the way. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so high off school. Of, uh, high school for me. Yeah. Um, second story, going back to your headphone thing, saying like, you, oh, you know, experiencing stereo for the first time properly, where things you can mm-hmm. actually hear at the panning. It's not just like, you know, two monos in each ear. It's a stereo experience. Yeah. Um, when I was in college, I was doing uh, audio engineering, and I had a couple audio engineering classes, and the engineer that was teach teaching the course i don't know what to call him audio professor sure sure yeah audiologist that's not right um so, I don't it know. sounds good sounds sounds impressive we talk about muse escapades we make up words we make you up couldn't words. Th- what, what what the hell was the one that you you missed earlier you just said a catalyst you were saying conundrum or something <laughs> <laughs> words don't matter that is your conundrum <laughs> words don't matter um <laughs> Anyway, uh, I was in this audio engineering class in college, and and the 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 guy responsible for teaching all of us idiot you know students uh, was like, hey, you guys all, probably all have headphones. You probably all do your own home recording. You're all a bunch of idiots trying to you know make sound. And we're like, hey, we sure are, coach. Jesus, that's in. how he talked to you. Yeah, kind of. He was he was a pretty gruff dude. Uh, I don't remember. Huh. I don't remember his fucking name. Um, anyway, he had a proper studio setup for the college. Like it was a nice recording studio. Ooh. I mean, even to like today's standards, it was a nice recording studio. And he had, yeah. I believe it was Dolby 
7.1? I don't think it was 5.1. I think it was 7.1. Because I, th- okay. I remember there being, obviously, the two in front of you. There's two to the side. And then there was, like, two behind. So there was six. And then, of course, the sub is the point one or the 7.1. Right. I don't, I don't know how that works. Um, but he played, and it's not a female artist, so I take it as you will. But Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. That song came uh-huh. out late 80s, I think. And it was one of the first songs ever recorded. Of course, it was adapted to stereo because everybody had stereo, but it was recorded in 7.1 Dolby Surround. And hearing, standing in the middle of a room with surround sound, which was huge in the early 2000s, you know, like (laughs) Best Buy was fucking pushing that shit like crazy. I know my dad set up surround sound in our house for home theater, even though we weren't, you know, of the wealthy individuals. We weren't in the 1%. But we, we circuit, you know, Best Buy made it, made it possible. City. Yeah, Circuit, circuit City. Circuit City, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All these places. So having, listening to Peter Gabriel uh, in 7.1, you could hear each instrument all around you in 3D sound. It was fucking incredible. That was my same kind of experience for you. <laughs> I remember uh, in the 90s, like, that was the thing. Like, all the dads had to have those seven speakers. And, like, yeah. M- to oh, my the dad, wires. The wires. Oh, the wires everywhere, everywhere dude. Oh, my and God. my dad, to this day. So, all right. When my dad, when I do an impression of my dad, he sounds like DMX. Okay? <laughs> I'm just letting you know before I get into this. But my dad will will always, like, when he comes over and he sees my, like, I have two studio monitors in here, right? Yeah. And he comes in and he goes, hey, son. You really get everything you need to hear out of those? And I'm like, yeah, Dad. And he's like, I had a Pioneer stereo system. Remember that? It was great. There were seven speakers. God damn. That shit was good. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> dude, oh me and two of my cousins each have our own impression of my dad. Oh, bring him on the show. And they sound. Bring, call him up. Bring him on the show. I want to hear their impressions of your father. <laughs> all all isn't that a crazy introspective album title for impressions of my father? Um, But like all three of us, all three of us have uh, our own impression of my dad and they're all spot on, but they sound completely different. Oh my God. That's amazing. Every time I'm talking about, every time I'm like, Oh yeah, my dad came. Well, what did he say? He came in and he was like, Hey son, why don't you sit down on the couch and let me talk to you so I can tell you how to start acting like a man. Like, damn, (laughs) he sounds like DMX. Rest in peace. DMX, not my dad. He's still alive and kicking. But yeah, 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 I just remember him always being like, man, that Pioneer stereo, that shit blew everything out of the way. I'm like, dad, you see this tiny little Bluetooth speaker? This is way better than those seven damn speakers in it. That's more watts in it. (laughs) My Pioneer shot every window in the goddamn neighborhood. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. I've never met your dad, but now I want to with all of my soul. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, get him kick. on the Zoom call. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> if I told him, Dad, can you talk like DMX? He's going to be like, huh? I don't understand. Who's this DMX? Like, it, it ain't going to work. <laughs> oh, Lord. That is so funny. And anyway, anyway. Oh, off of the dads we've and their damn surround sounds. Yeah. <laughs> You're up next. Oh, I don't even. I don't even. I don't even know how to segue from that. <laughs> Like, I got nothing. Like, uh, I guess I'll just have to be swift with it. Um, and Taylor hey, there Swift, you there's go. a you segue. Did it. Hey, look at me go. So, 
it's been mentioned. I, did, wait, did we mention this? I, I know that you Yes, know. you did. Okay. Yes, you did. You were super excited when we talked about doing female artists That's and you wanted to get Swifty. T-Swift. T-Swift. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Taylor Swift, although, yes, kind of country, although, yes, kind of poppy, although, yes, her main demographic might be teenage girls, um, I'm, I'm into it, man. Fucking Taylor Swift speaks to me. You're feeling like a teenage girl? Yeah. Especially when you're listening to T-Swift. <laughs> yeah. And I cry. You know what? I'm not ashamed to say. The moosh got feelings, all right? <laughs> Taylor Swift has a, had a broken heart, and she's just seeking love. <laughs> Justice for T-Swift. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway... I know that you're not a fan of Ms. Taylor Swift. I, I look, man, my exposure to Swift is really her early pop days and her country days. So I know uh I know the 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 oh and I hope this song doesn't have because of my hearing. Treble, treble. Like I know that song. And I know like uh what's what's that? What's that one about? Uh, He's just it's a like, hater it's like a and fairy hater's tale. Gonna hate, hate, hate. Um, so. no. <laughs> okay, never mind. There's a third song I know. Yeah. I forgot about that there's, one. There's a lot. My you expo- know. What I'm trying to say Shake is, it up. Come on. My exposure mm-hmm. to the cold art that is Taylor Swift makes me want to put on a cardigan. Yeah. That yeah. Way to segue into my song that you've never. I heard. was helping you. Thank you. The song is Cardigan, Taylor Swift, and believe it or not, this is actually quite different than rest of her stuff, but. Oh it's, really? It's so it's so good. This is such a good song. Gotta love I'll this be song the judge so of that. Much. I'm gonna open my ears and give it a listen. Good. Here we go. <laughs> I love Taylor Swift now. I'm a changed man. She had her heart broken. They wore her like an old cardigan. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I am blown away. It's good, right? Wow. So the album is folklore and she definitely went more like folky storytelling. Like this is like her first, like one of the first albums that she really had full reign to do whatever she wanted and write the songs that she really wanted to write that weren't just overtly popular. Um, And you know what? A quick disclaimer. I haven't always been a Taylor Swift fan. I have a niece who, I mean, when she was like five or six, which is several years ago, was like, oh, I'm listening to Taylor Swift. She's amazing. And I was amazing. And I was like, oh, uh uh-huh. Sounds great. Have fun, little niece, listening to your little pop star. Don't care. But many years later, in fact, only a couple years ago, um, I reunited with my cousin, who's a few years older than many, few years older than me. Holy smokes, I can't talk anymore. And uh, she was like, "Taylor Swift's amazing," and I was like, "Okay." And she was like, "No, no, Taylor Swift is my favorite artist." I'm like, you're serious? And she's like, yeah. Wow. And I was like, okay. So we sat and just had a discussion about Taylor Swift. I was like, no shit. I will listen to everything she's ever written just so I can kind of see where you're coming from. I and never... she writes all of her own stuff. Yeah. Taylor Swift right? writes all of her own stuff. I didn't but, know that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's very much like there's obviously producers and stuff like, hey, let's try and do it this way to make it a little more poppy. Sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. And like folklore was definitely less... Let's try and make it poppy and more just like Taylor Swift being like, I want to write the songs that I want to write. So, yeah, she writes all yeah. of her own. She's credited for like all of her own music, but it's I'm, just, it's so good. Like, the, I mean, there's a reason that she had, um, oh, I can't remember the album off the top of my head, uh, Red. I think the album was Red, where it was like Taylor's version. 
where she takes mm. the songs that she had already sang and replay them like the way she wanted to write them. Well, speak, speaking beautiful. of uh, speaking of Taylor Swift and her albums, I know this because uh, now that we you know we launched uh, this the show within the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're recording this for for the following week, um, so I've been on Twitter a lot. She her new album Midnight's comes out on October twenty first, which is right around the corner. Yeah, and I, you know, I think I'm gonna listen to this folklore album. I've I, I'm I'm shocked. I really didn't I didn't anticipate you 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 have surprised me, Moose. Yeah, man. Like I'm telling, I'm, I do. I'm shocked. I give you songs. I give you artists. Every time we talk, I'm like, yo, check this shit out. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, this shit's fire. And you're like, no, what are they? The milk carton kids, what are they lost? <laughs> oh my God, I'm never going to hear the end of the freaking milk Swift. carton kids. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, just like uh, you, you were talking about with with uh, Taylor Swift, how she had, she had a persona that, that turned you off to listening yep. to her right and it did the same thing to me like i just i mm-hmm. and here's the thing i do know that there's a lot of pop stars out there that are far more talented than we are able to actually hear for the most part because when you come out you got to play by the rules and all that shit you know Ga- oh yeah lady gaga oh totally dude oh, lady gaga dude. man like holy Absolutely. shit right but another person. I mean, even even outside of female artists, there's artists everywhere that have to, like their first two or three albums are just bureaucratic sure. or like, hey, we like your sound. We're gonna make it sound, you know, sellable so we can make money. Yeah, commercial, commercialize. Like third, fourth, yeah, commercialize. And it's like the third, fourth, or fifth album that you're like, hey, this is what we want to. You know, sound and then like. and, and then like, oh, you know, shit, okay. Gaga had Poker Face and Paparazzi and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then she comes out with Joanne, yeah, and both it's like four chord songs. Holy shit! A million reasons. Yeah, I mean, I only need one reason to listen to that song. It's fantastic. That's, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, in that same, um, yeah, Gaga should be on this damn list. She's not. Yeah. Damn it. But somebody that is is somebody that also surprised me. Was a oh, child star. Yeah. Real quick, huh. another artist that oh, we God missed out that I feel should have... I know, but you mentioned Gaga, and when I think of Gaga, I also think of Amy Winehouse. Yeah, I know. See, now that's somebody and, else I've never oh, dove into that I know a lot of people love her. Oh, man. We we have she enough to make a whole other female list. We could have had list. more Amy Winehouse. Hey, you know what? We could have had more. I need to listen to because I've heard nothing but great stuff. But this is, gonna be, this is like the longest introduction segue of all time. Another child, uh, child star is Miley Cyrus, mm. right? Hannah Montana. Good old Han- Hannah Montana. Okay, so she, hey, y'all. when she really broke into the scene with, uh, I don't remember the song, but it was like, you know, Wrecking Ball and like that performance with uh, with uh, Robin Thicke. Not Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke's today. I, I think it's Robin Thicke. Uh, I don't know. Um, Out of my I, I, I had zero interest in it. Um, mm-hmm. But now, oh, so the song I'm going to play, and there's a reason why mm-hmm. I chose a cover of Stairway to Heaven, a cover I Put mm-hmm. a Spell on You, and a cover mm-hmm. of Nothing Else Matters by Miley Cyrus, because Metallica and Zeppelin, and I'm blanking on the original male artist of I Put a Spell on You, but I love the Credence version. The reason I chose these three songs is because I love the male performances of them, but in these cases, 
I think the females did a better job. And I'm a huge okay. Metallica fan, especially old Metallica. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Miley Cyrus on vocals. Elton John on the piano. Wow. And Yo-Yo Ma on the cellos, bro. Wait, wait for it. I don't want to take the focus off of Miley. This whole thing, as this mm-hmm. whole song as a complete production, is just fucking magic. And at the end, uh, they they play it off when it's just Elton and Yo Yo Ma going back and forth between the cello and the piano, and it's just fucking amazing. But Miley changes the vocal melody in some parts of this song, and this song is special to Metallica. Like I remember watching a. a uh, uh, an interview with Metallica on Howard Stern and they Skyped in Elton John and Elton John told Metallica that nothing else matters is one of the most beautiful songs he's ever heard written from a musical writing standpoint and like teared, wow. teared up James Hetfield. I mean, I was going to say Elton John is a fantastic songwriter composer. So to hear that also, also fun fact, Elton John, just for any, any other piano people out there, cause I already mentioned, you know, the, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I already mentioned the piano for uh, uh, Nina Simone is the Steinway. Elton John is a Yamaha guy. Plays a Yamaha. Plays a Yamaha. The the red Yamaha. So. Several different colors, but yes. (laughs) All right. So, Miley Cyrus, nothing else matters. Chills down the back. Holy shit, dude. So. Hey. Like. Oh, like, I mean, Miley Cyrus, her voice has changed so much. Like, she's she's definitely come out of whatever shell she was hiding yeah. in, like the Disney shell. And I, I I feel almost like I almost don't want to say the, the, the D word, you know, like I said it. <laughs> and, and as soon as I said it, I like I, I, I like I kind of like sheltered in. I was like, oh, man, they're going to come after us. Um, But Miley Cyrus, like she went from Hannah Montana, which was cute and poppy and everything that they wanted to sell and Miley Cyrus broke out and di- is doing her own thing and is doing this whole like Joan Jet like I'm a fucking badass. Yeah. This is who I really am. My voice really is this low or whatever her whatever it's I gotta be the whiskey, man. Whiskey and cigarettes it's, or something. It, dude, whatever it is, I'm here. Oh for fuck it. yeah. And dude. I and and although I to to <laughs> say that I have a friend of mine who had said that Miley Cyrus is the voice of our generation. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. But I can see where he's coming from. Well, so he said that over her performance of Zombie, which I will put on here, and it is magnificent. It's great, but it's not. In my opinion, no, it ain't this. Fantastic, it ain't this. And I mean, the the end there with Yo Yo Ma and and Elton just going back and forth, like to just leave all the other musical instruments behind and just have those two play. Dude, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, and having uh, um, who who was the guitar player that that did that killer solo? Uh, what he is, he's what? he's been a producer, dude, and he's young, like he's our age, really. Yeah, or younger. Okay. Yeah, he's he's been a producer. I never, for a I never heard of of what is it? W A T two T's. Yeah, all all capitalized. W A T T. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's he's done a lot of he's done a lot of production, but yeah, when he's doing that solo and he does he does a tremolo. Uh, instead of just you know straight fucking picking like god dude but it was it was a journey like i never heard this cover before i've never heard this song just so our audience knows i'm not bullshitting i'm not like fucking playing you don't like metallica we know 
I, I enjoy Metallica. They're fine. <laughs> I've never heard this cover with all of these different artists. I don't even know what this is for. Is it some sort of benefit? So or like, why are all I do, these like, what, what is normally, it? normally I would tell you to go listen to it. This is called the, it's off of what's called the blacklist, which I believe it was last year. I think it was in early 2021, maybe. Oh, I see what it is. Because of the Black Album Thir- by Metallica. 30 year so, anniversary. So they basically opened the door to uh-huh. say, hey, any artist out there that, that wants to, you know, cover one of our songs, um, mm-hmm. you know, here you go. Go do it. And, oh, uh, you know, Corey Taylor does Holier Than Thou, which is another not my favorite album or not my favorite song off that album. Uh, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. But I love Corey Taylor's version. Um, well, yeah, you're a huge Corey Taylor oh, fan. Yeah, I just I, I I'm think surprised you don't have a Corey Taylor tattoo. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to sleeve my arm with the face of my favorite vocalist, and it's going to be Taylor oh, and shit. and uh, Bennington and Draymond and uh, Till Lindemann from Ramstein. Like I, I I have a plan. Okay, and the reason <laughs> uh, the reason I'm typing in the background. Uh-huh. Apply. The reason I'm typing in the background here is because I want to find an honorable mention. Um, mm-hmm. Where? Oh, here it is. Okay. Oh, whoops. Don't play. Okay. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh boy. Oh boy. Al- Alicia Cara, Sarah, the warning. Alicia Cara, I think is how. It's I don't know who she is. With, okay. With Enter Sandman. Oh, add that. That to the is a better, and I've I've said before. I think I said it uh, at least on our last two episodes. Like Inner Sandman is not my uh, like it's their number one song. I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, it's it's overplayed and, and all that. But this cover, I don't even. Okay. I love it. So so real quick with my my beef with Inner Sandman is not that it's overplayed because I think it's a fantastic song, but it's it's the one song. That pushes me away from Metallica because I don't like the lyrics. Sure, they're very gimmicky. It's very yeah, gimmicky. It's, it's very gimmicky. It's not. It's not oh. my favorite song, but the way she sings it and the way that song is produced, it's not like the original. They they kept it sort of true to the original. Weezer does a version of it mm-hmm. that I think is awful. Um, but <laughs> oh, yeah. norm- I forgot they did that. Oh, you heard that. <laughs> I have. Oh my god! Not good. And they did the. Uh, they did a little a uh, riff from one of their songs. Uh, 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 Buddy Holly. They did a little riff in the middle of that song for Buddy Holly. Oh, I love Weezer. So normally, normally, but, Moosh, yeah, I would I would tell you to go listen to this, but I don't want you to because this will not be the only song I take from here. I have some surprises for you for later episodes when I find a reason to work them in. So you stay away from this. Okay. okay. You do I not listen to to Metallica's Blacklist. I have some surprises for you that I think you're going to love, and I want to introduce okay. them to you on the show live and get your reaction. So, Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, dude. So, anyway, Miley Cyrus on Nothing Else Matters, like, the way she, her emotion in this, you know, and it's not like James was lacking in any way in the original, but, like, the, he always does the... And nothing else matters. She does a, and nothing else matters. Like she hits different yeah, notes yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's different just, yeah, yeah. um, dude, like Metallica, again, another thing from Stranger Things, Metallica is fucking huge Master, right now. Again, Master of Puppets, yeah. Master of Puppets, man. And I'm just going to, and like that scene from oh, Stranger God, Things dude, was epic. Holy shit, dude. But hey, I'm going to I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because I'm going to dub myself a a Metallica fan spokesperson right now because I have loved them since I was a child. 
And mm-hmm. before I even knew where rock was, before I even knew how to count music, before I knew how Jeez. rhythm oh, count worked. Music. <laughs> What'd you say? I thought you meant before I, before I knew how to count. I was like, Jesus Oh, Christ. no, not, not that far back. Not that far back. So I'm going to dub myself a Metallica Sparks right now. If any Metallica purist out there is like going up to a millennial or a Generation Z and saying, hey, fuck you. You just like Metallica. No, fuck you. Okay. I think it's fantastic that these songs are being brought back. I do believe that we have too much of a nostalgic kick nowadays. But just like I said, you know, mm-hmm. we were talking earlier how Zeppelin brings me back to my child, my childhood, just like it does to my dad, like 30 years before I was born. Man, fuck you. Like, that's <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck, fucking Boston. <laughs> no, fuck that. Music is to be shared. All right. And I'm saying right yeah. now. Any anybody that doesn't know Metallica, any of the younger generation that is afraid to get into it because they're going to look like a, I don't know what the kids say nowadays, but back in my days, we called them uh, posers. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Go yeah. listen and start with Kill Em All and then work your way into, into Master of Puppets and Ride the Lightning. Ah, oh, bro. Yeah. So one, one thing I can touch on for, for Metallica in general is I never really got into them. You know, my bad. Uh, what mm-hmm. I can say is that I remember, I remember growing up, uh, whenever the Metallica Binge and Purge box set came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you remember that? Like, it was like a, a crate. Yes. It was like basically a, a, a crate that came out you could buy, and it had like a bunch of VHS, which for our younger generation is a, an, a giant cassette tape. Now, cassette if any of you tape, young generation people is- want to start watching movies on VHS, I will call you a poser. Okay, there's a line. There, there is a line. <laughs> anyway, it had like three VHS and a couple of uh, CDs. Um, I don't remember, but my 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 dad had it when we were growing up. When I was part of the up, heap, he was growing up. Yeah, part of the heap. I didn't get it, unfortunately. Oh, you mean you didn't get it? No, no, I never received that. Oh. He gave it away to another friend, another person who was into Metallica. He knows how to appreciate I was, music. I was a. T- <laughs> <laughs> he um, gives a crate to a friend you get a milk carton <laughs> <laughs> he took the milk cartons out of the crate gave it to you gave the crate to somebody else <laughs> <laughs> not exactly you know he gave the box set to uh, another family friend or what or whomever i don't i don't even remember who but he gave it away i remember seeing it and then it was gone and i never got a chance to explore into it so I will be your guide, Moosh, it's, it's and awesome. I will find reasons Thanks. to bring these other tracks from from the blacklist and, up. And to be honest, I will stay away from Please. this 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 uh, uh, collaboration of artists. All you have to do this, this, is do what, what you've always done not and not to listen to it, and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So you are uh, you are up next. Let's yeah. Oh. Shit yeah. Shit yeah. Okay. And I know you love this Shit girl, yeah. and I've never oh, or woman. God. I don't know how old she is. I know you love this female she's, she's a youngster, uh, and I've never female heard artist? her, so I'm excited to hear this. Okay, um, I real quick, I I bought a car, and if you go out and buy a car, I know, if you go out and buy a car, uh, you, you get like Sirius XM, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times you get a you get free like three months of Sirius XM. Yeah. I bit into that apple and I ended up getting the whole fucking tree and I subscribed to SiriusXM for what has now been two and a half years or so. Okay. But what I discovered was Holly Humberstone in the past couple of years. Okay. And her voice, her writing style, her music is fucking fantastic. 
big fan. And there's a couple other artists that I discovered. Um, Blue to Tiger is one. She's a bass player. I wish I could put her on the list, but I, she just, she didn't make the cut. <laughs> so Holly Humberstone and the song, the first song that I heard from her was Falling Asleep at the Wheel. It's, it's a great song. Let's give it a listen. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Dude. So like I said, I listen to a lot of Alt Nation on Sirius XM and I know I, I may get a, a, a hate if any of you Sirius XM listeners who listen to Alt Nation out there who know Madison because Madison's one of the hosts. When I first heard Madison on Sirius XM, this is a very niche audience. I, I don't know where, how many people are going to be going to relate. Mm-hmm. But Madison is a character and okay. she fucking drives me insane. Like when I first heard Madison hosting, I was like, dude, I love the music that's being played on the station. But I can't stand fucking Madison. I can't stand her. I hated it. I was like, she sings. It's awful. She talks about all kinds of awkward things. And then as time grew on, I fucking fell in love. I was like, dude, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine listening to the station without Madison. Like, I love Madison. Like, I've, I've hit her up on Twitter. And I've been like, yo, I'm one of your biggest fans. Like, never. <laughs> like, ignore the haters. They're a bunch of fucking twats. I Just know. I was what one. You're doing. I was one at one point. But fuck, dude. Madison, I don't remember what her handle is on Twitter. It's like at Madison or something. I don't know, but it's it's. She it's got the so she got the original like, at Madison. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'll, I'll have to look it up. But uh, it's it's I've definitely like over the time, like even like when I'm in the car with my wife and we're listening to Sirius XM, she's like, "Why are we listening to this? Like, who? What is she doing?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Uh, I I enjoyed but, it. I that was that was that was a really good song. Um, yeah, Holly Humberstone, man, give it a listen. Give her a listen. She's fantastic. She's got a great, great number of like good songs out there. Um, Michael, yes, Moosh, Mike, Moosh, yeah, I, uh, I, I Moosh. called you by your full name, Mooshel. <laughs> That's it. That's, how'd you know? Um, Actually, it's Mooshy. So Mooshy, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew this. I know that you're a fan of Radiohead, uh, right? We both are. Oh, yeah. And I know that on the PlayStation, they had that Radiohead like experience oh, thing. Have you God. had a chance to go through that yeah, yet? Yeah, do that at your own risk. Holy shit, my oh, eyes were killing me. It was so fucking cool, though. But if you're into shrooms or <laughs> any other like... <laughs> or if you got shrooms in of, you. Yeah, you know, whatever. Like if you're into some type of psychedelic... You know what? I didn't I I don't do any drugs at all. Like I haven't done anything in a long time. And just the experience of the Radiohead experience it, whatever it like is, what, yeah. What it's called. I think it's called the experience Look it up. Radiohead. Experience. Yeah, just yeah, type Radiohead into your PlayStation Store and it's free. It's free. It's a free adventure thing that you kind of explore it's a tr- Radiohead it's, sounds. I would I would use the with, word trip. It's a it's a good trip. It is a gnarly trip that you take. With Radiohead and all the art and all the design is all Tom York of Radiohead, uh, not a female artist. Um, <laughs> but the reason I bring this up is we're both fans of Radiohead. Yes. And one of your favorite songs of Radiohead is Fake Plastic Trees. Ooh. Holly Humberstone, the artist we just listened uh-huh. to, does a cover uh-huh. of, like, of Fake Plastic oh. Trees. We're going to add it to the playlist. Yes, we will. We can listen to I'm it. I'm going to listen to it on our own leisure. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm very curious to hear it because you know what I've never done. Bad. I I have my own cover of Fake Plastic Trees, 
but um, that, that I did with some friends. Your own cover? You've heard it. It's a, a band I had in Seattle. We, and That's it's right. a gr- I, I'm super proud of our cover. Our cover is amazing. And I, I have no problem mm-hmm. sharing it with the masses at some point. Uh, I, maybe I can tweet it or something. Um, I'm super proud of it. It's amazing. I, I was the drummer and producer of it. Uh, but I was completely outmatched by the vocalist and the guitarist that, that we had, that I was, I was overly, uh, privileged and too lucky to get to do a few songs with these guys, Faith Plasters being one of them. So I'm curious though, from, from, uh, you know, a, an artist that actually has a following and, and shit, you know, I don't have a, yeah. I don't, I don't have a, tr- a Twitter account from, for me drumming. So, uh, but to hear from an actual artist, especially a female take, on uh, on fake plastic trees, that is intriguing. I'm gonna find that. It'll be on the right playlist now. Uh, oh yeah, and real quick, uh, Madison from SiriusXM. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Madison. Her Twitter handle is at Radio Madison. This is Radio Madison. Radio Madison. Yeah, we've come full circle before. We've come full circle. Yes, we have. That was that and was good. I'm, I'm sure there's people out there to be like, oh yeah, fuck that. I ain't about that. And there's other people like, oh, I love medicine. So it's, it's definitely like a love and hate. There's She's very uh, uh, polarized in her uh, followers or fan base, I should say. Well, I don't hopefully know. we can, you can, uh, you, you just expanded her fan base. I, I don't have so. Sirius XM. I am 100% Spotify and my local classic rock and rock station at times. But when I'm mm-hmm. too lazy to switch my, my vehicle over to Bluetooth, um, but I, I'm, I'm Spotify hundred percent of the way. So, um, that's fair. Yeah, no, cool. But I, I enjoyed Holly Humberstone. That was, uh, she's, she's got a really cool voice. I really enjoyed the, uh, how do I, the, the, uh, I think cadence is, is the right term, the rise and fall mm. and resolve of that song in between the verses and I, choruses. That, that was what great. What I liked was that weird, like, that, whatever that instrument that oh yeah, yeah. Like, the, the the kind of solo part uh, yeah. In a way, yeah what i don't i don't know what it was that sounds like a very like, sure I... wet guitar is what it sounded like to me it sounded like a very uh uh not i don't recommend wetting your guitar <laughs> and the way you do that as a production standpoint is you get a five gallon bucket a 10 gallon would be best no i i think uh <laughs> no wet in the sense of um uh uh like this, the same, the same thing, like, like, uh, like a duck. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. Now we're back to duck skin masks, man. So you need a, so what you need is a, is a fully plucked duck wearing a mask and a 10 gallon inside bucket. of a chicken inside, inside of inside of a turkey. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Corey, what do you guys make your mask out of? Drew Duckin. Turducken. You guys must love uh, Yeah. They're big John it's Madden fans. Soy. Soy based. <laughs> soy based. Turducken. <laughs> Uh, anyway, no, it's not. It's not like a, a a very a very uh, wet meaning. A lot, a lot of not just reverb, but um, I'm having the. Uh, you're killing me. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I know. I, know what I can't saying. think I of how to, how to describe it, but it. I know if I put if I pulled up effects, I would find it immediately. So, right, um, of course. Anyway. I know how to make it happen when editing music and mixing music, but I don't know how to explain. <laughs> yes, but it was a very it was a very interesting sounding instrument. It was it was good and yeah, lo- it would have been a lot easier when we were young. Oh, you dick! Hey, got you on the segue, asshole. Well, you know, I think it's fitting 
that Adele is going to finish off <laughs> our, our cut today because we've gone over the goddesses, right? The new ones we, and, and some old ones, right? We went over the Wilson yeah. sisters and, and we, you know, we mentioned Dolly Parton and, and Whitney Houston, but we, we, we definitely have like on our, on our episode playlist that you can find on Spotify. Yes. You'll hear all the tracks that we've mentioned, all the artists that we've mentioned are going to be linked in there. You can find them, you can listen to them, and you can explore all of these fantastic female artists. Female artists? Female artists? Like Nina Simone? And so my point is, is, you know, we've gone over some old and some new and and some, and, uh, you know, the uh, Taylor Swift and Amy Lee's of the world is the ones that are kind of, you know, they're in between. They they got some years. They've been out for, you know, two decades or so. Um, But Adele, I I got to say, I got some favoritism. When it comes yeah. to who's going to lead, you know, carry this the torch. Most, the most genius thing about Adele in cataloging her albums yeah. is that the title of her albums are the year of her age that she made the album. Brilliant. It's, I mean, it's fantastic. Like, what a genius thing. Like, oh, I named my album 19. Oh, shit. Were you 19 when you made that album? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's called 19. Yeah. Obvi. <laughs> Like, and, and this song is off of 25. And I mean, 25, 25, yeah. 25 is a good year, man. 25, 20, 25 is a fun year. And, but this, this song isn't fun. Not at all. This, this no, song no. is a, is a, when we were young, it is a tearjerker. And, and, I'm and not, you know what? I was going to say, I'll say, pour a little sip out for the man that broke Adele's heart because without him. Yeah. We wouldn't have such fantastic music. No, we wouldn't. That guy is an asshole. Be, yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. But again, but thank you. Yeah, but thank you because <laughs> without 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 him and breaking Adele's heart, we would not have this amazing art artist. Yeah. No, she yeah. she truly uh, it, it can convey some pain. And we were talking earlier about how with any artist, uh mm-hmm. and this is our, our our you know we're talking about female artists on the episode but um you know we were talking about uh Miley Cyrus and and mm-hmm. um uh Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga and how they have to play by the rules when they come out you know Adele is really the like one that I can think of that hasn't changed she she is the same. She's the same artist that she was when she first came out. And you know exactly what you're going to get from her. And I think, I don't know if that's because record labels in the UK are different. I can't imagine. That's just the only difference I can think of between the artists that we have talked about and her. But regardless, whoever the hell the asshole was, man, fuck that guy. Yeah. But oh. damn, Adele. I'm, uh, but, I mean, it, it's like you can't have you know, a, a valley without having some mountains. Yes. Valleys and peaks. Yeah. 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 You can't have, you know, super downs without having some good highs. So, well, we're not, you know, as of right now, we're not going to be at a high. Everybody grab your tissues. Cause this is when we were young off of 25 by Adele. Oh, I'm already crying. It hurts. It hurts so much. You know what it reminds me of is a movie when we were young. It reminds me of The Office. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hold on. How does Steve Carell have anything to do with this? Steve Carell uh, doesn't. 
Andy, or or do you mean uh, the British or the no, UK no, no, office? No, 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 the, the American version. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the Nard Dog. <laughs> the Nard. Yep. Yeah. How's it going, Tuna? Um, with this song, you know, let me photograph uh-huh. you in this light in case it is the last time that we might be exactly as we were before we realized we were sad from getting old, and it made us restless. What it with this song? You're not you're not old at 25. Yeah, but I think 25. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna make this okay. make sense. One thing, okay. One thing at a time. I'm not I'm not improvising here. I didn't get the get of of the office after listening to We Were Young. I have a point here. <laughs> all right, no need okay, for yes ending. I got this. Um, if anybody has ever seen the final episode of The Office. If you didn't stop watching like I did the first four times I watched it and stopped after the Carell uh, seasons, I've only watched the non-Carell seasons one time, and I would never watch it again because it made me cry. The Nard Dog did because Uh he gave this speech at the end where he was talking about how he's always chasing his time uh, when he was at uh, Cornell. And... Mm -hmm. He spent his time reminiscing and wishing, longing for those good old days. And he felt like he missed another set of good old days at the office. And that's the problem with the good old days is you never know when you're in them until after they're gone. Oh, shit. That shit's deep. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's God what this dang. song makes me think of. And so it's okay. like, oh, this, I told okay. you I had a point to this. Yeah. Damn it. The Nard Dog is a man of wisdom. So... I, I Googled, I was trying to find, because I thought Adele played piano. So I was trying to find on Google uh, the piano that she played. I, apparently, she doesn't play piano. <laughs> that was a wasted I a, effort. I, I, thought, I thought just she played piano, because most of her songs are her singing with a piano. I don't think she does. I could, no, I, I could be doesn't. totally wrong. It, I don't think she does, it, though. Eric Eric Wortham II plays piano for Adele. Oh, I thought it was um, the fifth. Uh, the second. Oh. Uh, Adele credits... Amy Winehouse, mm. who we talked about earlier, whom we talked about earlier, and her album, Frank. You better use Amy proper Winehouse's English when you're talking Frank. about British people. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Adele, this is this is what I found when I, I was on Google. It says, Adele credits Amy Wayne. Oh, wow. Fuck. Jesus. Adele credits man. Amy Winehouse and her album, Frank with inspiration to take up the guitar, which she has played since she was a teenager, Adele. She also reportedly can play the piano, but not very well. And she has been credited as contributing Celesta, bass, and the cowbell on her albums. Well, great. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I I didn't know Adele was just a singer. I thought she was a piano player. uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Adele is not just a singer. Okay. She's the singer. Oh, okay. Fair. And Adele fair. don't need to fair. do no a goddamn thing other than everything she's been doing because fuck. Yeah, but I just, I thought she had like a Alicia Keys thing going on where it was just like her and a piano when she writes all of her songs. Oh, I didn't know bro, just... Alicia Keys isn't on the list. Oh, for fuck. For fuck's what are we sake. Doing? We, you know what? We were going to end, we were going to separate and, and end this show at the end of the last episode because you suck. No, you suck. No, you suck. You insulted Corey Taylor and compared him to Chad Kroger, right? And you're lucky you didn't mention Scott Staff from Creep because that would have been the end of it. It would have been done. I did mention Creep. I will kill you. 
I will mention Creed again. Don't you dare. And now, I feel like we've done a terrible job. Or, or, sometime in the near future, we need to do a part two. We're definitely doing a part two. We need to do a part two. God damn it. Ten was not enough. It just wasn't enough. We need one of Adele's albums. We need 30. I so so far for 25 I feel like at least. With, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so far I feel like there's I mean we mentioned at the beginning of the show and this is a great way to close this out. There's I mentioned that we mentioned at the beginning of the show that there's not enough attention, there's not enough representation for female artists, right? Sure. The ratio and is yet, off. As yeah. as we've gone through <laughs> this list, we've named so many more artists to add to our freaking playlist than in our previous episode. But you know what? And I feel like we could keep going because, because it's just, there's so many iconic and, and artists that I'm, I'm sure when people think, oh, female artists, I wonder if they'll play fucking Amy Wayne Winehouse. Fuck, I did it again. Or I wonder if <laughs> I wonder play- if you'll say Amy Winehouse correctly. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, <laughs> it, it's it's OK. It's OK, because you know what? As we're sitting here talking about, oh, this person should have been on the list. That would mean we have to take one of these people, one of these fantastic artists that we have off the yeah. list. And that's not good uh-huh. either. No, I mean, but this is, you know what it is? That's why it's called the cut. I was just going to say, that's the pain of the cut. That's why the cut hurts. Okay. The cut's got to hurt, but it doesn't mean we can't get a little more fabric fabric and, you know, cut again. Phallic? Phallic. We can't get a little more phallic. (laughs) That is not what I said. (laughs) No, that was not it. Shut up. No. God damn it. You know what? It does make me angry. That we didn't have 25 songs to go over, all right? And so many artists had to be left off until we do a part two, which no, needs to I come agree. in the future. 25 isn't, isn't even enough. No, it's, so it's, we gotta, it's we gotta, not. It's never enough. We'll definitely touch back. Yes, we do. But it kind of makes me angry that we didn't have enough. And so you know what that makes me want to do? It makes me want to go to the gym. So I'm thinking. Next. The next. Fuck? You want to go to the gym? Yeah, I haven't gone today yet. I got to go. So. Oh, I, I, my my bad for keeping but, you, but I that, guess. No, 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 no. Because next week, let's take the audience with us. I'm talking... To the gym? I'm, ta- I'm talking gym music? We were talking about this you like last a little, week. A little biceps, a little triceps, maybe a little... Uh, leg day boys. Maybe a little boys. core action. Fucking leg maybe day some, boys. Maybe some cardio? Yeah, maybe some cardio. A little leg day we boys? We brought this up last week. I think it's a good idea. Oh, shit. Like, what's on your gym playlist? Don't answer. Um, okay. But that's the question. Gym music? Get All pumped, right. bro? Get pumped? Sup? Go to the fucking gym. What are you doing right now? Oh, oh, no. That food shouldn't be in your face hole. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Move the cake. Yeah. Move the cake. Grab a weight. <laughs> Beef cake. Beef cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do gym music next week. Oh, I'm fucking oh, pumped. Yeah, okay. let's... Ooh. Let's do it. Let's All get right. pumped, and All then right. uh, and then we'll work on uh, female artists again at some Someday. point. Some yeah, point I, in the we, near future, I, I, we got to yeah, do it. God. Like you know what? Here, here's an idea. Hey, all of you listeners, hit up Twitter, yell at us, tell us what <laughs> artists we should have included in our female artists. When we compile a list of all of your ranting, we'll ignore it and pick our own artists for round two. <laughs> And I, and, I, and I may leave Whitney off one more time just to get some more hate. 
No, Whitney. There's so many people Whitney's that are like, oh, young. they got to be on dude, here. Janet Jackson? Oh, man. <sighs> there's, yeah, dude, there's, How did we not even get Janet Jackson? I don't on know, there? man. The, TLC? Oh, fuck. I'm going all over the place with female artists right now. Really? So TLC? We missed a lot. There's, huh? TLC? You're a TLC fan? Are you not? You know, I tasted my foot earlier with with uh, Taylor Swift. I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth. I'm not saying anymore. Are you? Serious? We're gonna end the episode, everybody. It's been great. Hope you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter at the Cut and Scrub. <laughs> hey, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Fucking Michael Keaton from the other guys. Love that movie. So hey. Communicate with us. Tell us what you think. Give us your feedback. We want to hear it all. And you can do that by sending us an email to thecutmusic1 at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at thecutmusic1. Hey, there it is. And that is the number one. And you can go look at the playlist that I'm still developing for this episode and our previous episodes. They will come out on the day that the episode drops, which is at Sunday night at midnight. That way it's ready for your work week. Uh, and check out all the honorable mentions and stuff that we talked about because goddamn on this one there's going to be quite a few. There's, there's a lot. Oh god, there's going to be a lot. So hey, mm-hmm. the cut music one. Hit us up. We want to talk to you guys. Uh, and uh, like I said, we're looking for local bands that are that that have been around for a while. We want you guys to be established or whatever. Have if you got some music on Spotify that we can share and do an interview. Hey, we're down for that too. We want to spread the joy of music. That's what this whole thing is about. So until next time, yeah. fucking gym music, bro. Get pumped, bro. Pumped next week. Fuck yeah. All right. See you guys next week. Peace.